Area and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good, really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. I'm Joe Don Rooney from Rascal Flats, and I absolutely love being a part of this band. It's an honor and really a lot of fun. Sometimes, though, you can feel the pressure to perform night after night. It can get stressful. Thankfully, I know my bandmates will look out for me, and I'll look out for them. When you see a friend feeling the effects of stress, let them know you're there for them. Sometimes that's all they need. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Our Run it. 800-998-1003. You missed hours one and two, Jordan, the graduate. We'll let you know how you can always go back and listen to different interviews. We had Christian Clark at 1230, Fletcher Mackle at 130, giving opinions as to what the Pels can do. And I think the common denominator, Jordan, the graduate, is options. There's options here, options there, options everywhere. If people miss any of those interviews or ever on the Sports Hangover, how can people go back and listen to it? Yeah, go to wherever you get your podcast. Type in ESPN Radio NOLA. All three hours should be there after the show. If not, go to our Twitter page at ESPN Radio NOLA, and there should be a link there to click on the show and listen to it. It's a lot of should be there. I'm, I'm listening to you. I mean, I, are you le- <laughs> you're leaving yourself a little room in case you didn't get to it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's well, in case I, something goes wrong, <laughs> internet or anything. Well, that's what I heard. I like that, though. I mean, you're not completely promising. It's just it's scheduled. It's scheduled, it's to, scheduled be to be there. It's scheduled to be there. It is scheduled at some point to be there. NBA draft two days from now. It's kind of been one of our focuses that we've talked about on the show today. As I mentioned, with Fletcher and Christian giving their thoughts and opinions and talking about all the Pelicans' options. There was also a story earlier today on ESPN saying that that eighth pick could be of interest to the Phoenix Suns, Jordan. That is our question of the day. Yeah, so it sounds like the Suns are said to be one of the teams potentially looking at a trade scenario, possibly including a player like Cameron Johnson, in order to free up salary flexibility to keep DeAndre Ayton and 
The Pelicans were also mentioned. Maybe they're willing to give up the eighth pick in the NBA draft to get a guy like Cameron Johnson. Uh, so that got us to thinking, Pelicans fans, are you pulling the trigger on this? And you can comment at ESPN Radio Nola over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. Jordan, I think one of the things, uh, obviously all the mock drafts are starting to come out more and more. That was the ESPN latest mock draft that had that write-up, per se, with the eighth pick. And Jordan, when you take a look at the write-up, what it read is the Pelicans have less of a need at any particular possession than any other lottery team. I'm going to stop there. It kind of goes to what I just said with Fletcher and even Christian. I just think about where the Pels are. It's crazy because it is a team that was 10 games under 500. It is a team that didn't win its first, what, 12 games or whatever. I mean, it, but it's not just fans feeling that the roster is good because you, you, you're hearing it, right? Jordan, the phone calls and the tweets and the comments, we're good. We're there. I mean, here's an analyst. Saying, look, when you look at the lottery teams, they don't have that specific need at the specific, hey, gotta go get this or, or make this happen. The write-up continues, making this a natural target for teams looking to move up in trade conversations. And it's creating quite a bit of a chatter in NBA circles around this pick. So they're explaining their why teams may be calling David Griffin and the Pelicans about trading. It's because, as they're saying, it's because, as Pels fans have been saying, it's because Jordan, as even you said it, that they're really getting that, I, I need this for that to keep this or to try to make that happen. It's sort of like, okay, what player has a skill set we could use? That's kind of how the Pels are going into this draft, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, all right, well, let's not try to also spend money elsewhere, too much money elsewhere, when the Pelicans already have, you know, a good foundational piece to build upon in, you know, the upcoming year or two years, especially with Zion Williamson coming back, you're going to be giving him a, you know, should be giving him a monster contract. So it all depends on which direction the Pelicans are trying. Are they trying to win right now? I know every team is trying to win right now, but at the same time, at what cost? And I think that's kind of the, the narrative for today's show is, you know, everything, you know, costs money. So, what are the Pelicans willing to spend to go to that next level? Yeah, no doubt. And again, the write-up continues. The Phoenix Suns are said to be one of the teams, as you mentioned. So they mentioned Cameron Johnson. Now, there's some people that say you don't need to really do that to free up space for DeAndre Agent, regardless. It's the end of the write-up that I'm interested in. New Orleans has four surefire starters and a plethora of young talent at every position that gives it tremendous depth and role players to plug virtually any hole. So the four, B.I., C.J. McCollum, right, Zion. Now, I'm assuming they're thinking, because, again, no one pays attention to the Pels unless you're here. I'm assuming they're thinking uh Valanchunas. I think the Pels have five. Like, I keep saying, like, Herb Jones has to be a starter, right? Like, for, I, I can't imagine a world where Herb Jones is it a member of your starting five? Am I am I right on that? Because I saw yesterday, and maybe it was the Heat. I mean, I did see this yesterday, right? There was a write-up that there was some rumor that CJ's trying to get Damian Lillard 
you know, to the team and trying to convince him to come here with the Blazers and all that other stuff. Look, I, that'd be fantastic. But who, who are you sitting now? Are you sitting Herb? Are you sitting Herb for, for game? Is that the only player you would sit Herb down for? Uh, I mean, you're going to have to give up. I feel like you're going to have to get up, give up a lot if you're, so you're, if gonna you're give up some going players. after yeah. Damian Lillard. <laughs> if you're going after Damian Lillard. So, I mean, I mean, are we sitting Herb? I mean, Whoa, whoa, time, whoa, no. whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. That's what I'm saying. I'm wait, saying what are you doing here, man? It's 2.08, people have gotten to Tuesday, they're thinking they're almost to the midway point you, of the you work, but you're trying you to run them on. I didn't mention trading Herb Jones, what are you talking about? I didn't about? mention, I was the one that mentioned Damian Lillard. You brought it you up, brought you brought it up, you brought it up. I'm playing devil's advocate, Goosey's advocate here, ready? David Griffin, what you got? Blah, 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 blah. It was the, like, you know, peanuts. Like when the teachers are talking, it's just wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, uh, uh, great. Nice to hear from you. You want Herb Jones. Is no, he, I'm just going to say, is he too, on, I'm just going to say Damian Lillard is too expensive. Okay. Okay. Wait. wait. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm asking. Is Herb Jones untradeable? I, I don't think any, I think, oh, I don't oh, think there's, you know, oh, I think, I think for the right price, Wow. No one's untouched. Really? Okay. Because it's interesting, right? Because he's not the guy that's going to give you the offensive numbers. Probably outside of New Orleans. I mean, look, the, the guy, the guy couldn't crack all pro defensive teams. And the guy is absolutely one of the best defensive players in the NBA in his first season. I mean, that's, that's not just a Pelican feeling, huh? I mean, like, he, he, he did some things last year. They were pretty spectacular, remarkable. But it's interesting, like what, like in that case, if Portland goes, all right, you want some Dame time? I want some Herb time. He's part well, of the. Also, he's part else? of the power. Well, yeah, well, there's there's what else? I mean, there's the eighth pick, you know, maybe next year's couple of first pick, all that. How much would you be willing to trade for Damian Lillard? Uh, I don't. I, See, I, mean, I think like my... a year ago, I'm in. Like, yeah, a year ago, I mean, but now do. after what they did in the playoffs, I, that's why I'm saying, that's why I said 100%. yesterday, I said the, the draft picks just the, the sprinkles on top of the, on top of the ice cream. All right, Jordan, I'm going to answer it for you because I see Terry on hold and Jimmy in here. I'm not trading Herb Jones. I think what he brings to the team is rare in the NBA. That's, that, that's a non-tradable asset. If David Griffin isn't trading Billy Hernan Gomez, who's not playing, I I think Herb Jones is untradeable in his mind. Jimmy, you're up first, then Terry. What you got, bud? Hey, how's it going? Doing well. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Don't trade Herb. Uh, I think what they're doing, Gus, is they're building a team, you know, with guys who are very young. You know, we're a small market, right? We've always yeah. had problems besides these big draft picks that we got, these Hall of Fame-like guys like Chris Paul and Anthony Davis, which Okay, Davis may not make the Hall of Fame, but he got his ring like he wanted. And maybe Zion will be a Hall of Famer one day. We'll see how he bounces back. But we've had these three Hall of Fame talents fall in our lap. Besides that, we really had a hard, hard, hard time getting real talent to come here voluntarily, right? Mm-hmm, right. But what we've seen in the last year, I mean, we would always get these guys like Peja and Jamal Bashburn and stuff like later in their career or whatever. <clears throat> but now you're seeing their build, the success they're having this last year. I think why the fans are kind of excited is as Zion was out. Of course, Willie Green's a great, you know, big factor in all this. Getting them to play hard, focused on defense. 
but we're getting these guys who are, like, for example, Alvarado, undrafted, um, defensively oriented, right? And so while the league is, is about me, 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 and Twitter posts and all that kind of stuff, right. and I want to go chase a ring, Willie Green's going old school. Like, look, I want guys coming here who have nothing, who come here from Georgia Tech. You know, they live in a one-bedroom apartment. They got no kids. They got no money. I like that. I think that's the same thing Sean Payton and Bill Belichick did and, and do in the NFL, right? I mean, mm-hmm. here, Thomas, Marcus Colston, you don't want to throw a lot of money, and that's my issue with the whole Damian Lillard. Great player, great shooter. We have scoring, though, on this roster, right? We got McCollum. We have Zion coming back, assuming he'll be healthy. And we have Ingram, and it's hard to say who the alpha is going to be between Ingram and Zion. I assume maybe it might be Ingram. And McCollum's kind of like the uh, elder statesman. So, do we really need? Do we really need scoring? Um, you know, I, I, I again, I, I think that the way this small market and a, a team that has a hard time bringing fans and having success over the years is going to build itself is through the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Spurs did. You know, and I, I guess um, you know we're seeing that now with Alvarado. Murphy looks good. Um, you know, a couple other young guys. So, uh, like I said, like example, you know, you got Dame Lillard who's got a lot of money. He's got everything. He's got cash. He's got a wife. He's got kids. got the big house, multiple houses probably. Is he going to do the things it takes here to, you know, bring a small market to the next level? I don't know. And, and like you guys said, you'd have to trade a lot for that. So, um, I, I think the eighth spot is a great spot in the draft to kind of get a talent drop down to you. You know, trading a third overall or second overall sometimes works in your favor. Because right. if you look over history, those Gus, those twos and threes and fours usually don't work out, honestly. Um, but, yeah, that eighth spot, um, you know, traditionally what I've seen is teams have kind of lucked into a good player. And, uh, I, look, I think Jackson Hayes is coming along. You know, at the time, I thought it was kind of a stretch of project, but he's coming along. I'm really glad we got rid of uh, Mikhail Alexander-Walker. I've told you that before. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see him in the NBA in a couple of years. I, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think the team improved by, you know, his addition by subtraction with him, and uh, that was a good move by Griffin. So that's all I got. All right, Jimmy, uh, we'll talk to you again on Thursday, man. As we get closer, I'm going to ask for your pick uh, when we happen, so be sure to give us a buzz or come by over at Katie's and see us. Terry from Marrero, give me your best 90 seconds, sir. We'll hit the break. How are you, Terry? 90 seconds, I'm good. I'm going to speak fast. Okay. What, won the, what, made, what made Boston South so good? Defense. What made uh, the Golden State Warriors so good? Defense. Defense. The yeah. NBA is changing on a dime, bro. And everybody don't understand that. Back, Three back, and back when the, the Big Three hooked up, it was, yeah, back when the Big Three hooked up, it was about offense. Right now, it's all about defense. You know we're not going to trade Her- Herb Jones. Let's eliminate that thought process out of any Pelican's mouth. Don't even think about that. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying right now is we need NBA players. We need basketball players, not NBA players. What I mean by that is it's got a lot of players like Ben Simmons in the league because he is an NBA player. Herb Jones is a basketball player. Herb yes, Jones sir. will be playing basketball whether yeah. he's in the NBA or yeah. he's in the uh, pickup gym or whatever. Go get this guy from Baylor, uh, 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 Jeremy Jeremy, uh, 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 whatever his name is, go get this guy from Bill. This guy is a basketball player. 
You, can you imagine him and Herb Jones on the whim? We well, got offense. And, and that's that's the got, point, Terry, that I was saying yesterday. When the second unit comes in, how nice would it be? And in, let's say, certain situations of the game where I can put in another defender like Sohan or, or something like that nature. Oh, you know man. What I mean? oh, That's man. what I mean because right. that second unit comes out, okay, guys go score, but sometimes when you bring in guys at the end of the first quarter or the third quarter, they may still have a star or a starter on the floor. Well, this kid can go out there and go defend. So, I mean, look, we saw last year, even with Trey and other guys, you, you, you want to make a name for right. yourself? Jose Alvarado, how'd you make a name? Defending. Defense. Defending. Defense. 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 And this guy, well, last thing, Gus, I would say I wouldn't touch that dude from Kentucky, Shaden Shaw with a 10 foot pole. This yeah. guy is an NBA player. Never played I wouldn't touch him. Please, Griff, don't touch him. Don't touch him. Let somebody yeah. else. It's not good when you, when you this hear guy from won't Fletcher. Even do- yeah, and Fletcher brought it up, man. As I, I got to hit the break, but when you hear him saying, he "Look, I mean, now nah, this guy's not interviewing different teams, not just the Pels. You don't interview the Pels. It's fine. That makes sense. You're young. You want minutes. You want your brand. But that's when, if if that's what you're worried about, that's not what they're building here. I'm not saying that that's not what works. I'm not saying that it can't work for him. That's fine. The Pelicans are about trying to win a championship, and as you watched, even with Golden State. You listen to them yesterday in the parade. You listen to them after they won, you know, game six. They they care about their players. They care about each other. They win for one another. That That's what you have to build. If you're coming in worried at 19 years old, ain't played in a year about your brand and all that, that's great. It just, I, I'm out. That's all. That's all. It works for you. You be you. Thank you, Terry. I'm out. Don't touch it. <laughs> Terry making sure we all understand he is out. Quick break. We come back. Jordan, thank you so much for your efforts today, sir. I will talk to you guys later. Uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you tomorrow on hump day as Jordan will go take care of some stuff here. And then when we come back, Brian, who's likely a mile high out west, will join us next on ESPN New Orleans. It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. RTC Etel and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. 
We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. All right, welcome back. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. And, buddy, uh, looks like I gave you the wrong number. I forgot he changed it. Brian is a mile high I west. So I will give you the new number here in a sec as we try to get his opinions as to what they're going to be doing here in the the draft in terms of uh, maybe where, where the Pels will sort of go. So, buddy, go ahead and check that. I just sent it to you, his new number, because he does happen to change. So like Twitter accounts, uh, phone lines here and there. One thing I do want to play that is getting some, some news there as well, again, with the Deshaun Watson situation. Jeremy Fowler had this to say uh, about that. And it had to do with what maybe the – the league may be suspending or not suspending or, or, or time frame in this settling 20 of 24 help actually hurt. This is an important step for Watson in the NFL where it could make things a little easier that the league doesn't have to worry about or account for new findings in the case coming up or, or to have to sort of recalibrate recalibrate whatever discipline they want to hand down. But I'm told as far as the timeline, the NFL is sticking to their same process. They were hoping to wrap this up sometime between now and training camp in late July. That is still in play here. Uh, you know, they were willing to come to that conclusion regardless of the civil cases dragging on because they've been doing this for about 18 months. They feel pretty good about their findings. Now, from Watson's side, this is a bit of a change of tone where even as late as last week, he was saying he was going to clear his name. Attorney Rusty Harden had told me in the past that any settlements that Watson would want those to be public in the amounts of money. And it seems like now it's going to be confidential according to attorney Tony Busby, uh, who's representing the plaintiffs. So that is a bit of a change. Maybe the league will factor into that and, and that could help Watson. Watson in the court of uh, public opinion as well. Mm. That would be interesting because I, I, I brought that up and I play that because what would you think if you saw the settlement amounts? Would it make you think it is a cash grab that all these people kind of jumped in on there? Or I, I've seen some comments nationally and even locally. If you felt you didn't do anything wrong, you've been cleared in a court of law, which he has. Like there was no, they didn't even go to trial. Right? They didn't even indict him. So, I've seen this sentiment. If he ain't guilty in law, this is a civil lawsuit, why would you settle? Now, 24 separate lawsuits, that's a lot of different trials. That's a lot of different time. But again, if your reputation, if 
large amounts of money are at stake and you feel you didn't do anything wrong and under the law you haven't, would you say I'll see you in court in the next couple of years? I don't know. Would it help or would it hurt in the court of public opinion? I just think when when there's a lot of, I guess, stories, reports, interviews that some of these women have had in the details. And I just, again, to me it's different than if we were talking last week about as the reports came out at the end of Saints minicamp, hey, it really does look like Deshaun Watson may not play. And look, we talked about that, though. We talked about that on the show. When the Saints had Mrs. Benson fly to Houston and talk to him. Like, think about that. The Saints owner sat down to talk to him to try to convince him to play here. They were that close. At least they were that far along in the process. It's crazy. When you think about Saints were right there with Maybe he chose Cleveland because of the obvious here. His entire contract's guaranteed. So if he does have to sit out a year and he does have to pay, it's covered, essentially, by that contract. Maybe none of the other teams are willing to guarantee the entire contract. And let's say all this happened a month or so before he made his decision as a Saints fan. If you saw the amounts he had to pay, would that help your mind change, court of public opinion? Kind of feel on his side or not? I don't know. I just I just look at it like this. Last Thursday, we're sitting there at Francesca talking about the last day of Saints mini mini camp, the mandatory mini camp practices, and my main concern and what people are worried about is. Is, is the right defensive end going to be ready for the start of training camp? What running back would the Saints depend on if Alvin Kamara suspended for a couple of games? You know, all of that aspect of it. As Brian, who's a mile high out west, uh, joins us here. Sir, how are you? Doing well, brother. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, when you look at what the Pels can do, we're talking about different options. I'm going to ask you about that here in a quick sec. But at first, man, just your opinion on the settlement thing, because Marcus Spears, Jeremy Fowler, a couple of other sound bites I've been playing here. What do you think Deshaun Watson settling 20 of the 24 says, if anything at all? Like, how do you take that as a fan, as a person? What do you think that means? He's guilty. I mean, I think we've all known this. For, the, only, the only black man that's been guilty has been O.J. I mean, it's pretty much him and O.J. running neck and neck at this point, man. I mean, that's the only way to call it, you, you, I mean, 66 women, massage therapists, I should say, in a 17-month period with 26 accusing you of doing something you had no business doing. I'm sorry when that many people are pointing the finger at you. Maybe it's you. So for me, seeing him settle only kind of confirms what I thought in the beginning, which was he's guilty. He did something. Now, what did he right. do? I don't exactly know, but he did something. And I think that's all it shows. And now I think it's Roger Goodell's turn to actually, you know, do what the MLB did. I think. In my opinion, he may need to sit down for two seasons. I was going to ask you about that. One season is substantial. 
empty. What, what like, what would you recommend? Not recommend, but what could you see happening here to make it? I guess that kind of a statement because I'm with you on this aspect of it. You don't tend to settle things unless you want them to go away or hush or what have you. And I mean, what to what twenty settlements of sexual misconduct or whatever it is, however you want to refer to. Brian, you and I work in business and we do different aspects of it. One is enough for us to never have a job again, <laughs> you know, or it's going to be hard to to do that. If you are CEO of a company, again, the quarterback on an NFL team is the most visible position. It is the most important position on teams. I just I have trouble imagining the CEO of ESPN, Disney, or something of that nature settles for one, much less 20 lawsuits like this that they're around. Much less, you know, don't suffer a, a, some sort of punishment here. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part of it. It's the idea of you went from proclaiming your, your outright innocence and how you were going to fight it until your last day, and all of a sudden now you settled those cases out. So for me, I mean, okay, that kind of confirms a little something. And as you said, anybody else in any aspect of life outside of the NFL, which is kind of seems like a fantasy land, anybody else in that situation doesn't even get one chance to screw up like that. How do I know? I've been there. So, I mean, you know, so you only get one chance. And, I mean, after that, you're pretty much done. So, I mean, and we're talking about an NFL quarterback here. You say face of the franchise, and Cleveland, you know, gave him 230 million reasons to kind of want to be that. I don't think I don't think that's, you know, it's not a coincidence. And if I'm Roger Goodell, I mean, honestly, you can't let the MLB show you up. Trevor Bauer got, you know, two seasons. Deshaun Watson should get at least that. And the reason why he should get it is because you find guys for the wrong socks. You you know, you, you suspend guys for, you know, things that are, you know, less than what Deshaun Watson is being accused of. I mean, you know, Alvin Kamara may get six games for getting to a fist fight. What do you do to somebody that's been accused of sexual misconduct twenty four times? So in that case, I think they, I think the word indefinitely should be attached to the word you know, to Deshaun Watson's name for at least a year or two. That that's an interesting point you bring up, Brian, uh and Bauer. The, the former Dodger pitcher there, because that was, even in, in that account, the woman said it, it was a consensual thing. He just got a little rough with it, right? I mean, he just, I'm like, she, this wasn't a case where she said this happened and he said it didn't. He said, no, it did. She, that's what she liked. And she said that. So that was, again, Maybe it wasn't consensual to the extent that she thought it was going to happen, but that was an act that happened with two people knowing that something was going to happen as opposed to this is 20. To your point, it's interesting because that's one heck of a suspension that MLB just did. No doubt. And here's the craziest thing. You look at Michael Vick. Michael Vick was, you know, he wasn't even actually there. It was his home that was used for the dog fighting ring. He got, what, a year, you know, outside of the jail time? You know, so, I mean... The way I look at it for the Cleveland Browns, they better hope that Sean Watson only gets this one-year suspension or maybe 10 games, six games, whatever it may be. Because when we look at the grand scheme of things, Deshaun Watson missed all of last season. Yeah. He missed part of the season before that, if I'm not mistaken, due to injury. So this is a guy that hasn't you know, basically played football in, in three, four seasons, depending on how long the suspension is. The NFL doesn't you know, wait for you. It'll pass you by very quickly. So Cleveland better hope that 230 mil guaranteed works out well for them because if he has to miss any significant time, a year, two years, by the time he comes back, you're no longer a top five quarterback, but you're going to get paid like one. Yeah, it's still crazy for me to think, Brian, that this team, this organization here in New Orleans was okay 
with, with all of this. Again, I'm not even talking about the did he do it, did he not do it, and does he have an issue or not. I'm talking just like from a football standpoint of compensation, the amount of money would have cost, the draft picks it would have cost, and the acceptance that you knew he was going to miss time and you could have lived with it. Like that, that to me just boggles my mind that they were at the point where literally the owner, Mrs. Benson, a woman, met with him to go do that. I just, it's just crazy to me that they were that close. Yeah. And I mean, I think personally, Saints Dodge is a huge bullet oh. when it came to the Deshaun Watson situation. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? You're going to no. have Alvin Kamara possibly miss six games. And then, yeah. you know, you have Deshaun Watson, your quarterback, who, who likely could miss the season. Yeah. I mean, the Saints would have been, you know, def- and then you traded picks to get Chris Olave. So imagine if they would have actually got Watson, did all of the same things to kind of give him weapons. Now AK misses six games, Deshaun misses a season, and you don't have a first-round pick next year when you're probably going to suck most of this year. My thing is this, man. Um, it, it would have been one of those situations, Brian, where you were like, A, was it worth it, and B, the expectation level, if he does miss a season, or two, as you're saying, could happen, because that's what Major League Baseball did uh, with, with a player. If that's the case, and you're spending that kind of money, then he better win the Super Bowl multiple times for your organization. Multiple for that times. To, multiple times. I just want for that to happen. Uh, since we started late, can I, can I keep you around next segment real quick? Absolutely, brother. You know I got you. All right. That's cool. Quick break. We'll come back. I'm going to ask Brian about what the Pelicans should do. And uh, i got to ask his opinion on Kyrie, the Lakers, and all of that and more. So we'll continue with Brian, who's likely a mile high out west. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN. Come sing me Come sing me Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code ESPN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code ESPN. ESPN. Remember, use promo code ESPN for a $5 bonus on your first tank of gas. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. I'm 
seen in our employees uh, an increase in knowledge and skills that they'll take within their whole career. Well, the Income to Orbit Training Program is employer-led. They select the training, they select the employees they want to be trained. Uh, when they've gone through the program, their skill sets improve, their confidence in their ability to do their job, and the opportunities then to advance in, in the company. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Josh Hart has lost a lot of AirPods. One day I lost two pair in a day. <laughs> See, yeah. I lost them on my way to the airport. I buy a pair at the airport. It's like three hundred and something dollars. I get off the plane. I'm like, where in the hell? I could not believe it. GJ and Max. Followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. And Brian is a mile high on West. Sir, what is your Twitter handle? I mean, I got to imagine you, you're back on for the upcoming season. Well, I, I am now on account 316, by the way. <laughs> Sweet 16? <laughs> Okay. What what is it? I'm yeah, typing it in. Yeah, It is now come fly with B. That is B E E and the number four. Come fly with B four. <laughs> come fly with B. Yeah. Okay. B four. Yes. It's you know like like the insect B E E and then the number four. I tried to do it a different way. I you know I'm on a come sixteen. I'm running out of names at this point. B E four. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to type it. There it is. There you are. There it is. <laughs> I, lo- I love how you have it, though, in all caps, if you're reading this. Yes, this is Brian. I've probably been suspended again. You're at least warning everybody. <laughs> and that's what it is. And then you do have that, um, that, um, what would you call it? The, the, the message just to, to make sure everyone understands that, um, your opinion matters, not just to you. It's <laughs> not to me. <laughs> that's it. Speaking of, um, it is interesting because the Pelicans, man, I, I was talking to Fletcher about it last hour this is nuts I, this is i called it uncharted territories or he said it's at the very least been a while where the pelicans are entering a draft where the need isn't a player to keep another player around use the draft pick to get a veteran to keep said big money player around get a player to turn the franchise around etc 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 this is like i got options and what are those options how do you view the draft for the pelicans on thursday I do think it's exactly that. I do think the Pelicans have options for the first time and maybe forever since they've been in New Orleans, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, you know, we'll, we'll think about the Chris Paul years, but even then, the Pelicans still had holes to fill. They still had a, a hole at small forward. Tasia was kind of floating between the two guard and the small forward position, so you didn't really know what he was. There was always a need for a big man or maybe a wing. But in this situation, the Pelicans have everything. In fact, you know, they have at least three or four of the same type of guys. You've got Herb Jones, you've got Trey Murphy, you've got Najee Marshall, and all of those guys are essentially the same mm-hmm. type of three and D type of wings. So it's like you have a plethora of, of the you know potential the way the Pelicans play to where they can literally switch out on every single body on the floor and, and not miss a beat. If they, you want to go small, they can play small. You want to go big, they can go big. I think the only things they're missing right now is maybe some more outside shooting to kind of open things up when the big fella gets back. And, of course, you need another lead guard, another point guard that maybe can help out because, of course, no matter how great Jose is, mm-hmm. and he is a great player, he's still diminutive, you know, when it comes to, you know, the land of giants when you're playing in the NBA. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you're talking about really the ability to be able to kind of match up different matchups, and that's what I was asking here to start the show in hour number one. It's been a while. 
a little over a month since the Pelicans were eliminated, Brian. And May 1st, you heard Zion say his thing. So everyone's just feeling great. You're, you're watching him work out. You're seeing the team work out in the city. It's great. But I want to ask you, removed, realistically, looking at the postseason that just happened and the teams you may have to play, like perhaps Dallas, who I just think match up poorly or the Pels match up poorly against them. The Suns, you know, Murray's going to come back for Denver this season. Kawhi Leonard will be healthy for the Clippers. Uh Mr. Glass, if he's healthy for the Lakers, that's a different team with him. So in a seven-game series, you got to win four games. Memphis, one of those teams. Do you think the Pels have that on their roster, the capability, or that's where I'm saying, are they as good as you maybe thought in a month ago? And where do you need to improve, again, trying to win four games against the teams I just mentioned? I still think they need, again, I still think they need some outside shooting. Of course, they're going to need a little bit of help down low in the paint because Jonas can't do it by himself. Jackson is kind of still, you know, he's kind of run into form, but he's still an enigma at this point. So you're going to need some help on on the block as well. Uh, what we saw, you know, basically is that you have to have guys that can not only shoot and stroke from the outside, but you have to have guys that can shut that down. Well, the Pelicans kind of have all of those tools. You know, you have a B.I., you know, so you have a superstar player. You have a veteran in C.J. You know, you have, you know, a big guy down low once Zion gets back that can kind of control the paint. The Pelicans have everything you need right now except experience. So if they want to kind of go out and trade for a veteran, I could see that move happening, and it'd be a really smart move for, you know, for, for, you know, for them to go that direction. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't think there's a team in the West that the Pelicans can look at and say, you know what, we can't compete with them in a seven-game series. Can you yeah. beat them? Well, that, you know, that's still yet to be seen. But compete, I think the Pelicans compete with any team in the West right now. I and mean, that's not me even putting on my Pelican, you know, goggles right there. That's just looking at the talent. And the Pelicans were basically a Jackson Hayes goofball play away from eliminating the Suns in the playoffs. And then, you know, who knows what would have happened. That's where I was going to go to next. I mean, I, I said it the day and the week after that elimination game, you know, um, or when the, the, Pelicans, the Pelicans were eliminated, Brian, I'm like, Man, I can't stop shaking this feeling that if they didn't have Zion Williamson, I think they win that series because that's an extra 27. You can't double B.I. and C.J. couldn't buy a bucket. But with Zion, I think it would have changed a lot of things just because he can score. You know, I mean, that's that's a given. I mean, you could see that. I think he can score where the Pelicans were deficient. It's in the paint. The, the, the one thing the Suns couldn't do was match up with the Pels down low. They were able to kind of have that because Aiden can step out a little bit and Jonas couldn't, you know, can, couldn't be that rim protector that he wanted to be. And of course, Jackson, again, still a little inexperienced, still a little kind of, you know, immature in areas. And even if it was a legal play in which he made, it was a turning point in that series and a turning point in that game because after that, Phoenix kind of caught their win and they never looked back. Right. So, and, and that, you know, game three or whatever it was. So that being said, I think if you have Zion, the one thing you can control is when, when, when things are going bad. What did we see Steph Curry do? When his shot wasn't falling, he went to the paint. Yep. That's the one thing the Pelicans can do when you have Zion. You can dump it down low, and there's nobody, and I mean nobody, that wants to take a shoulder charge from that dude. Speaking of, I'm sure you saw the video of uh, him announcing the Z2s coming out tomorrow, the Zion second edition of his Jordan brand shoe. It shows him working out. Um, back on campus, as he likes to call it, the Nike facility. But we've seen footage of him working out here and photos of the team as posted. And, Brian, look, I, I look at it like this, man. I was talking about this yesterday about him. Whatever's happened before then, I think you just move forward, right? You and I have talked about this. Here's a sheet of paper, sign the name, don't attach anything to it. 
show me. The fact he's calling CJ McCollum, Mr. McCollum, that he's working out. He's got a guy in Willie Green, I think, is a guy that is, I think, going to be perfect for him to continue to mentor. And he has a better team. I mean, going into this season, he's going to have a better team around him. He's going to have better leadership around him. I think he has the coach that matches all of that. And quite honestly, he doesn't have that pressure and expectation that he needs to lead the team. He just got to go do what he does, and the team's going to get better, if that makes sense. Yeah, just go out there and be a double-double machine. Don't worry about anything else because you've got you got guys that can help out. You know, you don't have to be the, the the great defender on the block because you've got guys like, you know, Jonas and who can kind of kind of clean up behind you and you've got Herb on the perimeter who can kind of stop guys from even getting into your body in the first place and getting you into foul trouble. So just go out there and be a double-double machine. Just go out there and be, play bully ball. And if you do that and you put up your numbers, B.I. and C.J. and the rest of the guys and Trey Murphy, they'll, they'll take care of the rest of that, man. So I think Zion doesn't have that pressure. And it's what we know from, from you know, Years of being a Saints fan, winning cures a whole lot. It makes a lot of things pretty. Right. And that's exactly what happened. The Pelicans started winning, and all of a sudden, they looked attractive to Zion and his family. And they, you know what? Maybe this isn't a bad situation after all. All right. Well, let me ask you this, sir. Um, with the draft coming up, there's a couple of players I wouldn't mind. It'd be great to sort of have. We've heard Fletcher and Christian kind of give their opinions here as well. G- give me give me a player that you're know, just daydreaming about. Give me one that you think, if they're at eight, you, you really want to see on this team. I like Mathurin. I like Benedict Mathurin. I think he's a, a really good, you know, guy. He reminds me a lot of, of of a combination of what you had if you had Trey and and Herb kind of be the same guy. So if Herb ever develops a shot as consistently as, as Trey has, then what you have is Mathurin in that in that situation. So I like him a lot. He's a Canadian player. You know, go out there and get buckets, man, and that's what he can get. And he's a guy that can, you know, kind of come off the bench and be that help for the second unit so you don't have to really worry about that. It's going to be really interesting next year for Willie Green to decide how he's going to divvy up minutes when you've got guys like both, you know, Herb and Trey. And, of course, you've got the big fella coming back. It's going to be really interesting to see his rotation because a lot of the guys that contributed this year probably won't they won't get a lot of minutes next year with Zion coming back and then you know them kind of having a you know have matchups and stuff like that so some of these guys that we saw contributing like maybe a Najee Marshall may not get as many minutes as he got you know next year as he did this year so I'm interested to see what happens so my dream scenario will be get Mathurin and if you can't go that you know that route trade the pick It'll be interesting to see what happens on Thursday. What do you think happens uh, nationally here? Do you think Kyrie stays with the Nets, the Lakers? They're daydreaming about them as well. What do you think will be the big headline Friday morning when it comes to the NBA draft? I think Kyrie opts out. And really? I think he tries to go and get a contract. Yeah, I think he opts out because I, that, that relationship has soured so badly. And it's not even from Kyrie's standpoint because Kyrie's being who he has always been. He's a guy that thinks he's the smartest dude in the room no matter what room he's in. So Kyrie's being Kyrie. The problem is the Nets are fed up with it, and I think so many, you know, so many other teams are. It's the same story all the time. He had a problem in Cleveland. He had a problem in Boston. He gets to, you know, Brooklyn. He has a problem there. At this point, dude, just, you know, if you're going to play ball, play ball. If you're not, go home. So I think everybody's kind of fed up with Kyrie at this point, and I think that's why he's going to end up opting out because Brooklyn's kind of saying, dude, either you're all in or you're all out. We don't want you here, though. Right, easy enough. So it, Brian? Likely high out uh, out west, uh, sir. Stay safe on the roads as well. Go ahead and give that, that Twitter handle once again so it can get properly suspended. Yes, of course. I mean, you know, if you want to get me suspended, just go ahead and report me. It's come fly with B4. <laughs> Sweet 16. I like that, man. I, 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 I don't even know if I can tweet 16 times in one day. You have 16 accounts. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of amazing I've come up with those. Take care, my brother. I will see you soon. Sounds good. Love it. It's the Sports Hangover. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans.
It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-size problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way. And this is how the Allens do it, with the help of their John Deere compact tractor. We throw tulips, peonies, and 7,000 dahlias. Over nine acres. They're a labor of love. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Run with us. Visit Home Attractor today next to the tunnel. The official Monster Truck Series. Witness the world's best drivers competing in your favorite Monster Jam trucks. The fun begins at the Fit Party, where you can watch live pre-race driver interviews and see the trucks up close. Get your $20 Fit Party Pass at MonsterJam.com today. Plus, tap out of that ticket to enter Fit Party. Restrictions may apply. Rules and activities are subject to change. Visit website for event details. Coming to Caesar Superdome July 9th. 106 miles to Chicago. Got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-991-003, Notre Dame. Looking to stay alive. They're at the top of the fifth, and they trail A&M 5 to nothing. 5 nothing is your score in that game. Ole Miss. Man, they, uh, you want to talk about a team that got hot and then all of a sudden they look like the team to beat out there in Omaha, don't they? Winning again yesterday. Coming up later tonight, Arkansas and Auburn in another elimination game. Tomorrow, uh, rather Thursday, um, you're going to have some more games here as well. So we'll have all of that and more as we continue. 800-998-1003. Jack, thanks for tuning us in. What do you got for us, bud? Hey, Gus, how you doing? Doing well, man. Hey, uh, Gus, I, I, I wanted to comment on that golf thing, but, um, yeah. you remember Anthony, Anthony called about a year ago and he said he was having, uh, lap band surgery. Did he ever call you back? Did you ever hear from him? No, I, he, it was successful and he looked really good. I saw him on, on Facebook. We follow each other every now and then and, uh, and message each other on there. Oh, good. I'm glad, I'm glad he's doing well. Yeah. Um, look, um, Gus, about the golf thing, um, Stan Van Gundy made, made a comment about, I don't know if, I don't know if you follow Stan, but he made a comment on Twitter a few days ago and I have to agree with him. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of American companies, there's a lot of companies worldwide doing business in the Middle East, you know, with same, with some of the same people that killed Khashoggi and have done other some nasty things. And, and yet they haven't pulled themselves out. I don't know why golf wants to be the one to, to draw the line here. Right. Uh, I don't blame the player. I don't blame the players for taking all that money 
because, I mean, Phil, Nick, Phil Mickelson's done. And, and if they want to offer him $200 million to stand around and take pictures with people, I mean, how can you blame him for that? Yeah, I mean, that's, it is one heck of um of a thing, isn't it, for sure, when you look at these guaranteed contracts. And, again, you look like Brooks Kepko has been one of the, the hotter names, or I guess one reason or another, whether it's the beef with DeChambeau or whatever, but seven million over two years, and he can get a hundred million here. I mean, it—it's hard for me to not go. Okay, I see it. I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? Um, and, and, and Gus, I mean, here's another example. Of how uh, and you see the thing about the thing about that—it's it, all all oil money, and it's play money for them. It's kind of like you, you know, buying that pair of two hundred forty dollars tennis shoes. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. But, yeah, but, right. but anyway, no, I mean, it, it, it does, what I'm saying though, the money they're spending, I don't think it's an investment for them. I, I, I don't know. Maybe somebody in the royal family really likes, uh, you know, really likes golf because yeah. yeah. I don't think they anticipate making money out of it. So them throwing that money out there, they're not really looking, looking to make a profit. Um, and, and I, I don't know if you paid attention to that, but recently they, they bought Newcastle in, in the, in the EPL. Yeah. Okay, and completely turn that franchise around. They were going to get relegated, but they pumped a bunch of money into it, bought some players, mm-hmm. and um, and, and nobody, nobody in EPL seems to mind. No, again, it, it's interesting when, when, and where stances are taken. And to Jordan's point, outrage. All this happened, and then what did you see this morning? The PGA, we're going to. Um, not have any cuts on a couple of tournaments next year, increase the purse to 25 million, make sure that the, the, the field is shortened so that way they can have more money, all that stuff. So, I mean, that, that is a direct response, right? To what Liv is doing. And I mean, I, I, I guess the, the logical thing to that would be, well, if you could have done it, then why didn't you do it before? I don't know. Guys, I'm gonna get out. But but yeah. look, it, the, only, the only complaint I have is that you know getting rid of the cuts in some of these tournaments. I think that's one of the great things about golf. You got to work to make it to the weekend, and now mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. You know, you're yeah. gonna get your money regardless. And yeah. I think it takes away a little drama from it. But you know, yeah, they, they didn't ask me. So anyway, guys, thanks for taking the call. Have a good afternoon. As always, man, appreciate hearing from you. No, and look, I said it's going to be interesting to see how these other companies kind of deal with it and how um, the PGA deals with it. Apparently, they're they're going to uh, add some things and sweeten the pots and all of that. So there you go. Matt Muscona, after further review, is up next. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Don't forget, Thursday we'll be over at Katie's. Will Guillory will join us for our number one on location. Myself, Scott, the intern, I'm sorry, graduate. Well, I'll be there. And again, uh, it'll be your opportunity to come check out and grab um, some fresh, new, exclusive merch that we got out there.